Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, there's trouble at the Aces. Cokie, their semi-adopted orphan, announced he and Jane's niece, Betty, were going to be married. Mr. Ace objects, but last night, Betty defied them all with some flowery speeches. This episode takes place the following evening in alternating scenes. The Aces bungalow, and then to the dance hall where Cokie works as a bouncer. But first to the Aces, where we find Jane and Mr. Ace, who is about to leave. Listen. I told you, I gave her till half past eight. I told you that if Betty didn't unlock that door to her room and come out here and discuss this thing sensibly with me, by half past eight, I was going down to that dance hall where Cokie works and talk to him. To a dance hall? Well, somebody's got to listen to reason, and if Betty's going to be a stubborn, small little smart aleck, then I'm going to work on Cokie. But you can't go to that dance hall. I can't. Why not? Why, you can't Susie Q. Susie Q. They do all those new dances there. You don't know those new dances. Listen, Jane, I'm not going to dance. Besides, you're unescorted. Unescorted? Isn't that awful? I'm going there on business. I want to talk to Cokie about this silly girl and her ideas on marriage that she spouted here last night. Well, I'm going with you. You are not. What are you talking about? You're going to this dance joint? Fine chance. But you can't go alone. What do you do there? I want to talk to Cokie, I tell you. Yes, but while you're there, we could dance, couldn't we? I mean, as long as you're going to be there anyhow. I don't want to dance. Oh, I... don't be a wallpaper, dear. I think oh. it'll be fun to go to a Listen, dance. Listen, Jane, I haven't time now to go into that with you. But, but it was your idea. Well, you don't seem to realize how serious this is. You heard Betty here last night telling us how she felt about Cokie, all that stuff about marrying him and make a better man of him and all that. She's just young enough and silly enough to do it. They can't get married. He's got a job that might last a month or two, and then where would they be? I'm going. I've got to get this over with once and for all. Oh, wait, dear, don't go. I'll try to call her again and make her come out. Oh, it's no use, Jane. I've been doing it for over an hour. She won't answer. But wait now, dear. Let me try. Now, wait here now. Well, all right, but make it snappy. If she doesn't come out... Well, I'll make her come out, dear. Don't go away now. I'm going, Jane. No, wait, dear. I'm fine. I know, but it's no use. Betty, you hear me, Betty? Your Betty, come out. I'm, oh, I mean, you better come out. Did you hear what I said, dear? I said you better come out. Well, that settles it. So long, Jane. I'll be home later. Dear, don't go. I can't wait to find something to do with your 
I heard him go. Well, why didn't you open this door before he went? Now, you come right out of there and come into the living room with me. The idea of locking your door and not asking me when I call you. Why didn't you come before? I didn't want to listen to Uncle Abe. Well, it's too late now. He's gone. And if you'd have come out before, he wouldn't have gone. Now, you just sit down and behave yourself. Look at you. Why, you've been crying. I know I have. Oh, Betty, what's the matter? Oh, everyone's against me. I'm so miserable. I'm so alone. Well, sure you're alone when you lock yourself in your room. Who told you to lock yourself in your room and be alone? Why don't you sit in here? I'm alone in here. I'm alone everywhere. Oh, I can't make heads or shoulders of what you're talking about. You sure didn't act like this last night, the way you stood up there and hollered. I never saw such a temper. You acted like a regular little campfire, the way you lost your temper. The things you said, how you were going to make a better man out of Pokey, and how your whole life was just going to be dictated to help him make something of himself. Oh, Angie. Oh, Betty, now don't cry. What's the matter? I'm a fraud. Well, don't be afraid. What's there to be afraid of? A fraud, I said. Well, don't be a fraud. What do you mean? All that conversation I was going through here last night, all that talk about my interest in Pokey being purely spiritual, that I'd marry him simply to elevate him. Oh, Aunt Jane. Well, what about it? It was just so much talk. That's all it was, talk. I heard you talk. We all did. But don't you understand, Aunt Jane? It's not true. I was only kidding myself. It's not that at all. I want to marry him because I... I love him. I love him, do you hear? Oh, you love him. Yes. I've been trying to deceive myself with high ideals. Trying to make myself believe that this was different on a higher plane. But it, it just resolves itself into nothing more than plain, everyday love. Well, that's something. I'm glad to hear you say you love him. Last night you kept saying that... I'm was... just a fraud, Aunt Jane. That's all. Oh, I'm so miserable. Oh, now, Betty, don't cry. But I love him. Nobody understands me. Yeah. Well, I do now, Betty. You do? Yes, and I'm going to help you. You mean you'll give your consent? Well, if it's like you say, what else can I do? But, but how about Uncle Ace? Well, that's the fly in the oatmeal. Oh, I know he won't consent. He'll put every obstacle in our way. What'll I do, Aunt Jane? What'll I do? Well, we'll think it over. But that means putting it off, and I don't want to put it off. Well, how would it be if we didn't tell Uncle Ace about it? Not tell him? Yes, if you and Cody got married and he didn't know anything about it, it would be too late, wouldn't it? And Jane, you're marvelous. No, now, wait. I said, how would it be? Now, let's talk it over. I'll do everything I can to help you, Betty, but first you have to talk. Excuse uh, me, please, miss, but I want... How many, please? What? How many admissions? Dance 75 cents, ladies' street tonight. Oh, uh, no, no, I'm not here to dance. I just want to go in and talk to someone that works here. Again, wise guy? What? Listen, you, we've had enough of you guys trying to crash in but here. But I don't want You to... better scram before I call somebody. Oh, now, now, wait a minute. You've got me wrong. I want to see somebody. Oh, yeah? Well, you're going to if you don't beat it, Sonny. We had enough last night. I suppose you guys thought you were smart sneaking in to see somebody just a minute. Well, it don't work twice. I wasn't here last night. I've never been here before in my life. Okay, and... if that's the way you feel about it. What? Don't say I didn't warn you. Hey, Joe. Here's another one of those guys waiting to crash. Get, uh, who's this? Okay, Well, that suits me. You can call the manager. Maybe I can call sense to him. You better go on home. Oh, I'll wait, thank you. The love buzz will get you if you don't watch out. Oh, is that who you sent for? The love buzz will get you if you don't uh, watch out. That singing should, but it won't run me away. Oh, yeah? Well, you'll find out. Oh, here he is. 
Cokey, right up here. Oh, Cokey. Well, now we'll see. Yeah, Mame, what's going on? <laughs> Here's a crasher. I warned him. Oh, yeah? Hey, you scram. <laughs> nice work, yeah. Come on, scram, buddy. What? Okay, break it up. Spread out. Get going. Some move. What is this? Listen, I can't... Oh, a tough guy, huh? Okay, you ask Hey, for let it. go of me. Come on, I'll get you out of here. No you use trying to get away. Come on, yes, come on. Let go of my trousers. Who do you think you're a portion? Stop it, I tell you. Okay, the boy. All right? Am I all right? What do you mean by this? I, I couldn't help it, Uncle H. I seen my duty and I, and I had a do. Well, you seen me, didn't you? Sure, I know, but the boss was watching me. It's okay here now. He can't see it out here. Well, it's a fine way to treat me, I must say. I'm sorry, Uncle H. I didn't hurt you, did I? Well, my dignity didn't benefit any in front of that cashier back there. Oh, Mame? Yeah. She sees it all the time. She don't mind. Oh, she don't. Well, that's consoling. Gee, I'm glad to see you, Uncle A. Well, <clears throat> I'm glad to see you. Too. Uh, listen, uh, Koki, I, I want to talk to you uh, about Betty. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now, look, we can't stand here too long. You've got to get back to work. But I'm going to put this to you as man to man. After all, you are indebted to me a little bit. We did get you out of that orphanage and give you your start in life. And this is the first time I ever asked anything of you. Oh, what is it, Uncle A? Well, all I ask of you is not to do anything rash. Well, how do you mean, rash? I mean about Betty. Let's talk about marrying her. You've got to promise me to take time out and think it over. Think it over a long time. Oh, gee, Uncle A. Well, that's the favor I'm asking of you. Man to man now, Cokie. How about it? Uncle A, she loves me. Oh, loves you nothing. She told us last night how she felt. What do you mean? Why, she feels sorry for you. That's all. She thinks uh, if she marries you, why, she'll be doing you a favor, helping you make something of yourself, she said. She just feels sorry for you, that's all. I know it. You know it? You mean that's all right with you? Oh, sure. She's the first place I ever met that felt sorry for me. I like it. Oh, you like that? Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. I told her I'd appreciate it if she'd marry me. You do? Well, I'll appreciate it if you think it over for a long time before you decide to get married. Oh, I don't know about that, Uncle A. Well, now, you mean you won't do me the first favor I ever asked of you? Well, I'd like to. Well, how about it? Oh, I don't know. I'll think it over and see if I can. You mean you'll think it over before you marry her? No, but I'll think it over if I should think it over before I marry her. Well, sure you should, and I'd like to know as soon as possible. Oh, I can't rush a thing like that. I, I'd have to take a lot of time before I could decide to do a favor like that for you. Well, how long do you think that'll take? Oh, it might take a month. It uh, might take two months. Two? You mean to think over what I asked you to do for me, you mean? Yeah, I'll have to think it over, Uncle A. Well, okay, take your time. I'll give you all the time you want. Okay, Uncle A. Thanks. That's all right, and when you finally decide if you can do this favor for me, why, well, you just let me know. Oh, sure, but... You really love him, Marky. Say you'll want to get married as soon as possible, won't you? Oh, the sooner the better, Aunt Jane. Well, now, don't rush me. Hold your horse. You have to be very careful that nobody finds out about it. He won't breathe it to his soul. That's right. Now, don't tell a person because if your uncle finds out before you get married, well, you know him. Yes, I do. What do you mean by that? I say I know what he'll do. Well, you don't have to say it in that tone of voice. Why, I'm sorry, Aunt Jane. But how can we go about it? Well, what do we do? So alone and so helpless. Well, I guess eloping is the best thing in a case like this. Of course, an elopement. But how? Well, with a ladder, I guess. That's the best way. A ladder? Yes. Toby gets a ladder and comes and takes you out of your room. At night sometime when everybody... Oh, 
Your room's on the first floor, isn't it? This is a bungalow, Aunt Jane. There's only one floor to it. Oh, yes. Isn't that a shame? Oh, there's the attic. Sure. Well, that's another story. Oh, Aunt Jane, light is old fashioned. You don't need a ladder to elope. Betty, if you want me to help you, you'll have to do it my way. Oh, I do want you to help me. You can dictate the whole thing, but after all, Aunt Jane, we don't need a ladder. Well, I'm going to dictate everything you should do. Betty, take a ladder. Yes, Aunt Jane. Now, let me see how we can do this without anybody talking. Oh, Jane's running the elopement now, just as Mr. Ace got Cokie to think twice before he leaped. Just how the marriage plans come along, we learn when next we meet the Easy Aces.